Yo. Yo. Yo, Kyron, what's up, man? What's up? What's going on? What up, bro? All right, hold on a second. Let's, because we haven't done this in a while. Last episode was when, like March? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, you, and you were the last one on the matter. It's been a long time since we've done uh, just the casuals insight. I can't remember exactly what episode this is, but my name is Jelani Smith, co-host, along with my guy. Dakota Mitchell. This is just the casuals inside. It's been a very, 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 very long time. It's been a lot going on recently. Yeah. For no episodes, it's been it's been kind of just a um, what's the, what do we call that? Just breaking down, and I mean there hasn't been a whole lot going on, but as of recently, of course, there's been a lot, 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 lot to go on to. How you been doing though, Kyle? Um, I've been good, man. Just um, staying out the way. Okay, that's. that's good. That's good. That's good. So we're going to, I want to, I want to start just right away going into it. To be honest with you, I don't even want to do a whole little break and stuff like that. I just want to get your thoughts and we can all share our thoughts a little bit about how, um, the situation involving George Floyd and the police officers. What, what, when that first came, went down, what were your initial thoughts? Um, my initial my, my thoughts was like, um, like, like, I, I feel as though, it's it about that situation, but more light to police brutality as a whole. Mm-hmm. But it's been going on for years. But like, like every time, um, like, like Laquan McDonald's situation, that situation after that, Trayvon Martin, he got swept under the rug and stuff like that. But I, but I, I feel, I feel, I feel as though like by them, by them actually bringing light to it, and people not being afraid to have a conversation, like it's. Like it's it's good to see, right? Is now where now? Is this something you were surprised? Was it something that surprised you at all? Like seeing the video footage? I don't know. Did you see the video footage? Oh uh, yeah, you- yeah, um, yeah. Um, I, I saw I saw the footage of it last week, like like a day after it happened. Mm-hmm. It, like like to me, to me, like it just like I don't like I don't like watching stuff like that, but it's disturbing in a sense to me. Very, very, very. Now, Dakota, let me ask you, what was your initial reaction? Um, I wasn't really surprised. I mean, it's been happening for a while now, so we just kind of like, it's sad that it's got to the point where it's kind of the norm now, but I was happy that like this time around, it was like people had like a massive outrage. You know, you have all these NBA players speaking up about it. And it's been nice to, even though, even though with all the outrage that's been going on and all the kind of negativity that's been brought to it, it is good to see that there are so many people who are outspoken about it and who have talked about it and are bringing light to it like Twitter has been on fire with this stuff recently man. like on fire with it and so for you Kyron now going into it as far as the rioting and the looting and stuff is there parts of it that you didn't like or do you think that it was did you what did you think about it really about the rioting and the looting and all that um okay so basically um like um, I, I, me, me and my me and my brothers been talking like like we talk mm-hmm. like we get, like we feel the same way about the situation like like overall like like um I, I feel it though like 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 at first it was about in the fourth until 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 like they started messing up messing up downtown Chicago and stuff like that and, and stuff like that <laughs> it started out of looting looting whatever you want to call it. So at, at first it's for a good cause, but at the end, at the end days it turns into something negative because like at the same time you like you, you messing up nice areas 
over what because I feel like in a sense that it's not even about him anymore. Right. There are a lot of people out there who've been taking like I don't know how this is when this whole thing kind of brushes off and stuff like that. There's going to be a lot of people with a lot of felonies, bro. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people with a lot of vandalism charges. There's going to be a lot of people that have been caught on camera stealing stuff that they exactly. shouldn't. A lot of that going on. Is that part of it for you to go to really just? Um, I'm not a huge fan of them losing like small businesses and like businesses that can't like survive like rioting and losing like that. You know, mm-hmm. like I've seen a couple of like business owners break down and cry because like that's it for them. Their business right. is gone. So I mean, I'm fine. Like I guess, and I, I think I don't know why. For me personally, I was more pleased or not pleased, but I was more okay with them burning down like the police station than I was with them like doing that to Target. You know, mm-hmm. it's just. For me, there's a lot of, like, I understand the cause behind it, but, like, at the same time, there's a lot of people who work there who have nothing to do with what happened to George Floyd, who are losing their jobs. They're not losing their jobs. I mean, you can't work, like, your store has no, like, no Product. merchandise, you know? So, I mean, that's my only problem with it. It's like, you're punishing a lot of people who had nothing to do with it, but, I mean, I guess it was going to give you the point. All of them, for all the stores, especially, like, I didn't understand some of the attacks on I don't like attacks on any of the businesses at all because, like you all said, you really don't really have nothing to do with nothing. Mm-hmm. But small black-owned businesses, what was the point of that? Like, what was what was what was the motive behind taking looting what they had? You know what I mean? And that we're in a pandemic already, so when you loot places like Walmart and Target, now when this whole thing is over, people ain't gonna have places to go. Like, you got to stockpile now on food because you can't go to the grocery store because y'all looted the whole thing. You know what I mean? That part of it, and I can I can. I can sympathize with the whole situation. I just didn't understand that part of it, is all, really. Now, where you were, do, Kyron, do they do any kind of, because around here, actually on Ridge Road, if I'm not mistaken, at uh, Walgreens, mm-hmm. they looted and they were protesting. Did they do any protesting around your areas? Um, so so basically, um, like they didn't really do any protesting, but they, they did some 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 destruction. Like, for example, mm-hmm. like, like, um, like my bank, um, but um, my bank is like like damn, like like couple couple blocks away from me or whatever. So I went to the ATM like like um like earlier this week or whatever. I tried to take money out the ATM. I can't even do it because the ATM is destroyed and they took all the money oh. out the ATM. Oh wow! Yeah. So so um I seen that and like like um like at once once Saturday happened like. Like, like the next day, like it was just it, it was just a lot of lot of people, like shooting and stuff, like running stops and stuff like that. You know, normal stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about break-ins? Because I remember there were um, one of my friends who lives in the area. He was talking about how people were breaking into cars, breaking into houses, like running around at three o'clock in the morning. Did you hear about any of that? Yeah, of course. So, so um, like like um, we um. My family have a ring, so basically, like, like we ring, like, like a ring you detect from somebody at your door, and it's an app. It's a, they have also have an app where you can put it on your phone, tablet, whatever. So basically, um, throughout the ring, like, um, like pe- people post information um, here and there, whatever. But um, like last night, it was a hostage situation on 144th and, and hospital last night. <clears throat> exactly. So, so yeah, like, like um, yeah, um, I get alerts. Um, here and there about about suspicious about suspicious things happening in the neighborhood from the ring. Okay, it's been a, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of like 
it's been a lot of ridiculous stuff. There's been a lot of ridiculous stuff going on. As far as like the police officer, and I can't remember what the guy's name exactly was. I believe it was Derek Chauvin. Or I can't remember. It was Derek something. The police officer that had his knee on George's neck. Yeah. As far as punishment, where does where do you? I mean, you don't have to give us an exact number uh-huh. of years he needs to be in jail, but where would you? Do you have a number or what type of justice should be thrown on to him um, and the rest of? The- I I I I feel I though um like like you you're like you like he took somebody else's life they should take his life. Hmm. Hmm. So that because like like his actions his actions was not was not um was not right and you can't justify his actions as well. Also, with that being said, like like um like it's it's, it's other ways of um it's other ways to restrain someone. And it's, right. it's other way to use force with a person, but yet again, you 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 yelled on this man's neck like, like 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 he was a piece of trash or like it was a grass or something. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, I think his the way like it happened with him was pretty weird. Not the actual like incident, but like how it proceeded. I mean, at first he was just like let go from like the police officer, but like it seemed kind of like once everybody was outraged and they're like, oh, we need to arrest this guy. Or else. I mean. It's only gonna get worse. So it seemed like he was only like actually arrested because people were watching and they were upset about it. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's actually real. And that's that. I mean, you got to remember we have a, the criminal justice system. I kind of think of it like a um, like a bully in school. You know, yeah. Like we could go to the teacher, and the teacher is the criminal justice system. But you know, those are the same people that don't have George Zimmerman in jail. You know, for what he did. So I don't necessarily know that without the outrage, anything would have like substantial would have happened. Yeah, I just think it's like that's one of the only like crimes I can think of that like somebody went to jail solely because of like like the crime was committed and then like they were like it seemed like he was going to get away with it and then like because of social media he was arrested. Right, that's the power. That's the power of social media. Exactly. So like um like um the last episode I was on we we also talked about the good and the bad of social media and with that situation I feel Mm -hmm. as though that brought it more to light. If anything, because like with the whole Trayvon March situation, I feel as though if, if that was caught on camera and stuff like that, it would have been perceived differently than what it than what it was. Oh yeah, hundred percent. There was no first hand like witnesses outside of Trayvon Martin and George Zimmerman who might have. Well, there probably were, but there weren't people who had it recorded, obviously, exactly. on their phone to know what was going on exactly out there. Exactly. Now, I'm not asking. No, let me back up a little bit. I'm not asking. I don't want to ask this question and make you think like you're Martin Luther make you think like you have to be Martin Luther King or Malcolm X and be able to give a solution but do you believe there are any solutions to be able to stop what's going on out here as far as far as police brutality not racism as a whole or anything but do you think there are any solutions yeah um like like, yeah like um like like with any problem there there there's always a solution to it but with the thing is like like um um, majority majority of these um police officers they um they they abuse their power in a sense with that be mm-hmm. with that being said like like for example like like um like that's that, that's just like me driving my my business don't have nothing on me and yet again as if it feels as though they bored or something they can stop me and they yeah. and they can they can search my car they like it's, it's just abuse of power because like like it's been going on for years and years or whatever and and there are also dirty cops too they are dirty cops who plant guns, who plant drugs, or whatever, and and, and get them locked up. I like 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 I understand 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 being um I understand like a policeman or a police takes a job rather 
aesthetic like like i feel as though people look at it as a job more more than a passion because when when you, when you look at things as a job you you look at it like i'm just here to get paid i'm just here to get paid but if you're passionate about something you you don't, you don't, you don't go all about and you're gonna put all your effort into something 100%, that's very true. And that's, that's true for a lot of crafts, you know what, I'm, you know what I mean? Exactly. Is, is there any real solution to be out here to code that could pop? I mean, they try body cameras. Obviously, that yeah. doesn't stop people I from mean, doing anything. I just think they need to be held more accountable for something like that happens. I think when you end somebody's life with no justification for it, paid leave is the answer, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like it should be treated as anybody else than anybody. But I mean, those are like, they're kind of special cases in a way, though. Because I mean, when you give somebody like, that like the authority to like kill somebody to protect somebody else like when when it's too much too much you know right so hard to, that's hard. just where i'm at with it it's like i mean obviously sometimes there's going to be calls for like hey maybe he did or did not have to kill him but and like safety's always first for everybody else but i do think that they have too much power right now and that they um need to have more consequences if something like that does happen oh. I think the same. I think the same thing as well. I was thinking. What were you we going to say, Kyron? Uh, I'm sorry. For, um, yeah, like, um, uh, to, to, to piggyback what he said, um, like, like most most of the offers lack accountability. So I feel as though, like, if if you like, if there's more accountability about things, um, the um, like, we, we wouldn't we wouldn't have a fuzzy relationship with the police and stuff like that because, like, like, um, I also feel as though another solution where, where it can be like. Um, like if 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 police officers have have like a have like a dirty reputation and stuff like that, you shouldn't put them on the street. Also, what you mean exactly? So, like you saying like fire them or no? No, I'm not like I'm not talking about like fine. They should like like have to work at the precinct, you know? Like if they have like a like a history of like getting too physical with people or unnecessary. So so. Hmm. That's interesting. I haven't thought of that. I haven't even I haven't even heard that one before. That's but that's a very interesting. I think one of the biggest problems, like between like the whole situation, people just generalizing. You know, everybody, there are a lot of people sitting here. Like, I mean, if police weren't generalizing that everybody who was African American and was like acting somewhat suspiciously was doing something wrong, we wouldn't have that many dead bodies. Hmm. And if, I mean, if a lot of like people weren't assuming that all cops are bad, then maybe like. So a couple of the situations could have been different. It goes both ways a little bit. It goes both ways a little bit with that. I think personally, like for uh, me, I feel like I don't want to say this. Um, I don't want to come off wrong when I say this. But I feel like police officers are like or the police force is one of the more racist, like controlling things in America. You got to think about it. Like when a police officer arrests you or stops you somewhere, you pretty much have no control over the they're kind. It's kind of in their hands. They're the authority figure right there. You know what I mean? And the only thing you can really do is place a complaint afterwards. If you weren't happy about it. That's it. And I mean, you could place a complaint. You can get. I mean, you know, a lot of times people don't trust this criminal justice system as people say. So I, I do feel like it's one of those places where like racism is it's so easy to exist in that realm because the authority is pretty much like almost all on their side. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't really do much in that situation if you fight, if you hit a cop, if you do any sort of physical act to a cop. They are a block sometimes sometimes obliged to exactly. you or hit you back. You got more weapons than you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously. Nobody walking around here with like sticks. I agree. I, I, yeah, agree with that. Exactly. I, I think that it's like I think it'd be more I I like if more cops held other cops accountable. Like yeah. if more cops would have come out and be like, hey, this dude was an asshole and he shouldn't have done that and mm-hmm. he should be like prosecuted to the full extent, you know? hundred mm-hmm. percent. But and I don't wanna say like, I don't wanna say like 
as if um because obviously police officers have a ton of weapons on them obviously it's not like, but i mean they're scared too as well so i understand that i'm not saying cops shouldn't be scared everybody's mm-hmm. scared you know but i feel like that's where a, a spot where um it really exists that is where the authority is so on their side like on a lot of things you know what were you gonna say exactly so so um so with that being said like like it also goes go back to stereotype stereotyping in the sense too Mm-hmm. So, 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 um, like you just mentioned, or whatever, like, um, so, it, it, so, um, I give a scenario rather when I was driving or whatever, like, if, if, if I'm with, if I'm with my brother or my other brother in the car, that they, they use as a stereotype because they, they probably think, probably think we really got a gun on us and weed on us. Mm-hmm. That's that's stereotyping. Mm-hmm. So I've, so I've, me, me personally, like, like, like police. Like police, police, like they they just stereotype things in a sense or whatever. And plus, and that that that's why that's why when they end up killing one of us, um, they get off. The reason they get off because they um um they they the primary be, be covering they be covering or hiding all the all the evidence. There is very a lot of cases it is like that. You know, hundred percent. I understand that completely. And like I said, I don't want to dig into police officers as if they're all bad people yeah, that mean, would be reversed I've met plenty of good ones personally yeah, okay. bad I've been around plenty of I mean there was a presentation where we had where it was nothing but a bunch of cops and regular people in there so I've had a chance to talk to police officers around at least this area and they seem like good people to me it's just in a lot of cases it can be very and I'm not saying police officers should keep less weapons on them but I feel like we're, if, if if this is a racist country or it's filled with some racist people, police force can be where a lot of those people are heading to because the authority, like from the person, the authority pendulum from police officers to people, it's almost zero compared to what a police officer can possibly do to you and get away with it, you know, so. Yeah, I think some of the um, laws and like procedures like regarding arrest need to be rewritten. I mean, like, mm-hmm. let's say somebody like you have a family member, like a sister or something, like a police doing unnecessary, like, Worse with it. I mean, mm-hmm. like, in fact, you just gotta sit there and be like, stop doing that. And you, you can't know, do about it. Like, that's, I don't know if it should be that way. You know what I'm saying? And, and if yeah. you hit them, it's like, now they're gonna use the force on you. Yeah. I mean, now you can both die. Right. Like, so it's like, a, like, I mean, in the, most cases, you wanna keep it like, situation as low key as possible, but mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard. It, it, either know? way it goes, it's a little flu situation. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Very much so. And I was also thinking, um, as well, as far as uh, I don't know if anybody has heard what Donald Trump has been saying, but if you've heard his responses to this whole thing, what have you really felt about it? I know that he called the people that were out there looting, he called them thugs, and he said they were, if you're looting, we're shooting. And if you saw that response, what did you what did you think about first, that response? Um, first, to be honest, I don't pay attention to, to Trump or anything what he says because mm-hmm. because like, it um, like I, I, I definitely felt though, um, um, since since he got in office, like, 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 a lot of racism has been like, has has come up more because because he's he's ahead of the pack or whatever. With that being said, like, um, like we met, like I mentioned on other podcast we did, um, when he ran for president, his slogan was "Make America Great Again." So, mm-hmm. so what? I've, I kind of figured for the way he was alluding to to make America white and wealthy again. So, mm. so where, where, where Trump remarks, 
Trump just gonna be Trump or whatever because like you you supposed to be a so quote unquote leader and you are on Twitter bashing people and calling calling people a color thugs. If anything, if it's white people out there looting too, it went just like colored people were color, if anything. Hundred percent. What about you, Dakota? Is there any real response you had? Or was it kind of just something you were like, eh, it's, uh, it's I mean, he's like known for saying dumb shit, but I've just tried to like not assume the words. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't like dude, but I don't hate him like dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know him like on a personal level, but I just tried to assume like I mean what I saw, it wasn't just African Americans that were losing. So I'm just when I'm when he said that, I'm just in my head. I'm like I'm just gonna assume he's talking about all writers, not just African American mm-hmm. ones. But I also don't think just because someone's looting, you should be shooting. I don't know how right. that's making America great. <laughs> right. That's that's I mean, that's throwing fire on top of fire. Yeah. You're not I mean, helping exactly. I was a dead body would cause this like whole thing. I don't know how like making any more is gonna help that. One hundred percent. I think um as as far as I'm not surprised by anything that he says anymore. I don't think anybody should, but I've kind of put less blame. I mean, I understand he's divided the country, you know, I get it because he's the leader of the country. But at the same time, we also got to look at the people who elected him in because the foundation for what Donald Trump does is based on the people. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's who voted him in. If nobody voted him in, ain't nobody here talking about him. You know, well, I mean, people are talking about he's a billionaire, but ain't nobody going to talk about him in a presidential sense and asking him what he needs to do. And he needs to say this and he needs to say that. So I think. Um, when you look at Trump, you should look at the country as well. You know, look at the people around that he is, that are like praising him and worshiping him. I think you should look at them as well instead of just throwing it all on him. Of course, you know I mean? he got elected by somebody. You know, somebody decided. I don't know, like, like I understand he has to have like a team behind him. Like, who lets him go out there and say something? <laughs> <Yeah, but laughs> he's like, not discuss it. He's like, nah, I'm just gonna wing it. He goes out there and come out with if they're looting for two. Like, why would you? Who's gonna just let you say that as the president? Like, why would they let you go out there and look stupid? And I'll give him. You know what? You know what's so funny? While he was saying that, he didn't realize that he sounded like a Press. quote unquote thug exactly. saying that. Like, well, if you're looting, we're shooting. Like that sounds like thug talk. That sounds like gang talk. Quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. So I just kind of look at it like, all right, that's kind of funny. I just think, like, as far as like, if we go back to police officers, I think procedures, I like how, how their training needs to be done differently. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of absurd that like there's more like schooling to be done when it comes to being a barber than a police officer. I don't understand that one either. <laughs> I don't understand right. that one either. Why that needs to be I mean, the most, one of the most important jobs in the world, like, yeah. If not really, to be honest with you, not the most important job, but definitely like top 10 most important jobs in the world, period, because you're serving a mass of people. I just think when like the general consensus is when people see you, they're scared when you're supposed to be protecting them. Like mm-hmm. you're doing like, we're headed in the wrong direction. If every time they see police officers, they have to worry about their life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's supposed to be their job to be protecting everybody. Exactly. 100%. So like, like, like overall, um, Trump, Trump comments are in general are blasphemy. Either way, go. Hmm. Now, Kyron, let me ask you this. We, me and Dakota mm-hmm. talked about this. Um, as to have a family, like in this world, like to have your child, and let's African American male, African American female, however, 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 however many uh, gender or child you have. Like we were talking about how when we raise our children, we want them to not resist police. Obviously, and I'm not. Don't let me not. I hope if anybody listens to this, I'm not putting George Floyd in the wrong here. But I'm saying going forward for kids, is it important for you to teach them that, hey, 
No matter what you do, do not resist. Just do whatever they tell you to do. Is that something that you want to instill in your kids? Of course, but but mm-hmm. at, at, at the same time, I, I feel I feel though, um, I feel though it also it also depends on the parent and and a parent to start a parent mm-hmm. as well because like. Um, like, 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 for example, like I can tell my children to to not resist all the time. That's exactly, right. exactly. when they with me, they, they do that. But, but at the same time, when they're not with me, I don't know, I don't know, they not, I don't know, they not doing it at the same time. You feel me? You can't completely have control of what over what they do. It's not like they're a video game or something. Exactly. So, so, so to answer your question, like I, I, I feel as though, like when when I do. When I do have children and start a family, like like uh, all I can do is 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 raise them right and instill the same morals and values I have. That's all I can do. Mm-hmm. For you to go to, um, I mean, I just think in general, like resisting the police. I'm while I don't condone any of the violence that they've done to people who don't like. I mean, if you got I, like you have a, like there's no reason to get pissed when you have pepper spray and a stun gun. Like mm-hmm. you have like other ways to take care of this that don't like. Involved like hitting somebody in the face or putting somebody on the ground and getting on top of them. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. But I mean, the, uh, but outside of that, I think that just it's never like you. You're not going to win in any way, shape, or form by resisting police. You know. Right. I think that it's. I'm not a huge fan oh. of like how like when police call for backup, like, their immediate like reaction is just hop on and like whatever they're doing, like I'm just going to back them up. And, you know, mm-hmm. like I mean, it's, I think it's your job as a police officer. You can sit there and be like, okay, what's going on? Why are you doing this? You don't need to be doing it like that. Like. Mm-hmm. To me, that's like, um, as far as police, I mean, I'm, as far as like the question, um, as far as my kids, I have to, it's not like I'm going to be the one or somebody's going to end racism many times. You know what I mean? It's been going for hundreds of years. What, I mean, what, what's going to change in the next few years that it's going to stop? You know, but uh, as far as uh, kids go, I, I definitely want to teach them to just do as they say. You know, you don't want to put yourself in any vulnerable situation whatsoever. But what you were saying, I feel like this game is out, kind of, you know? Yeah. At least I, I, mean, think more I think that's why they don't take out against each other. Are like supposed to be like you know, brother, but they're one of like the biggest police officers. Now I'm thinking about it, they're really one of the biggest gangs in, in the world. Really, you know, the way that they do. Uh, what do you say, Kyron? They are a legalized organization. That's what I think. They're like a legal. They're like a legal form of a gang, pretty much. Like that's what they. Yeah. They don't tell on each other. They back up each other in anything that they do. I'm not saying that they're all corrupt and stuff like that, but they do corrupt things, you know what I mean? So I, I definitely feel like there's there's a gang element to what they do, like a lot of times, and what they're involved in. Yeah, I agree with that. I can see it somewhere there. Um, and so with, with um, what were you saying, um, Kyrie? Um, I, have, I have another thing I want to say on the question you asked, like, like, um, like at, at the same time, like, um, I, I, I like I, I just I just I just don't want my kids to be any any um unpredictable situation with with the cops because like 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 one like like for example like, like one one instant can lead to 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 my child not being here. So of course of course I'm gonna tell them of course I'm gonna always tell them do do whatever do whatever is required for them. Stuff like that. But, but mm. as far like as far as the the other stuff like like you mentioned like like um like in, any racism is is is, is a, like I don't, I don't think no I personally think we won't ever get to that point in some way in some sense. 
I don't think so. We talking about where like, racism ends? Like, like, I, I, like I feel though, like it, it won't end as a whole because either way it go, like, like some, like some, some stereotype is gonna be going around about us about the color of skin, how we act, and, and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so like, as long as the stereotypes keep building up, and and alone, as long as people minds are ignorant and not developed as, as much or mature. Then, then this this issue will forever carry on. Hundred percent on, hundred percent on that one. Now, as far as um this whole everything, I mean, just around like how crazy has has twenty twenty been like? For this to be over with. <laughs> it's been a crazy. It's been a crazy. Year. Every every month seems to like when you think like ah oh, things are going down, all of a sudden something comes up and it's exactly. worse. Like. I didn't think it was going to get worse than coronavirus. Really, I don't know if, it, but like this whole with George Floyd and the roof and the rioting and the looting, like it somehow has gotten worse. Exactly. Like, didn't expect, didn't expect none of that to be happening right. at all whatsoever. I think some of the problems with the rioting is a lot of people who aren't like out there for the causes, like George Floyd and all that, and they're yeah. just like, "This is my chance to get some free shit, or this is my chance to just go wild." Like, like. like if you're not a part of, like, if you're not here to, like, help support the cause of what happened in George Floyd, just, like, step back, you know? To me, like, if you, if that's what you're doing, like, not to say that that's racist or anything like that, but that, like, that's pretty malicious. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, why are you coming out? So you're saying you're part of the cause, but you're really out there to go get stuff. Like, mm-hmm. to me, you're just enough. You're just, you're kind of an enemy at that point. Like, you need to go, you need to go in the house because that's not cool. You don't use somebody's death in order to go get stuff. They're, yeah. they're you know? I want, like, like, right now, they're, they're they're more like an opportunist right now. People are are capitalizing off of mm-hmm. of a one man, of one man death to to like steal things because I, I feel I, I feel as though like if, if this situation wouldn't wouldn't happen, they somewhere somehow they would eventually broke into a store or whatever because I feel, I feel as though they're I feel as though they 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 had the wrong motives behind behind the George Floyd situation. Mm-hmm. 100%. And now we're seeing a lot of, um, as well, like, and of course, speaking of, like, not bad motives, but there have been a lot of people to go out and, you know, rightfully, if you have a platform, speak your mind on the situation. But we've had plenty of people now who have come out from both sides, black, white, Hispanic, whatever, and they come out and they say the wrong thing. And now they get, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like yeah. Get Drew Brees. Uh, I want to you heard what Drew Brees said about Colin Kaepernick Nina. He said that he will never respect exactly. anybody that disrespects the flag. Um, um, and how did you feel about that? Yeah, I think it, that it comment was made yesterday. It was definitely made. Um, yeah, it was see, different. me, personally, I feel as though he's confused about what's going on. He's out of touch with what was going on. It's, it's not It's not that that Cap was kneeling to disrespect the flag or any way or form. He was, he was trying to bring a platform to social injustice of people of color. And yet again, we still... We still mm-hmm. have, we still don't have social injustice, and 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 for 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 a privileged white man to to go on the internet and say and say what he said just it, it just it doesn't surprise me because I I I, 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 I feel though I feel though if, if if you bold enough to if you bold enough to say it on the internet what what have you been saying behind closed doors? Hmm. Now what what do you think, Dakota? Do you think it was how much weight do you put into? Um, I didn't like, I don't usually like, I mean, if the way that he said it, like, I mean, I don't know if he agrees like that in personal life, but I don't think, I mean, I don't think he should have gone out there and said that. I, I mean, he apologized 
Mm-hmm. Later, I mean, I think earlier today. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's like if you're gonna apologize about something you just said, then right. you know, <laughs> it's not. Not told by some people. Hey, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like it's like like his team or like whatever whoever's behind him. It's like with like, hey, you shouldn't have said that. Go apologize to the council. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, you shouldn't have said right. that. On some Trump stuff. Yeah. And I want to say this. Like, maybe this is coming backwards for me. I don't know if Drew Brees is. I wouldn't call Drew Brees racist. I yeah, wouldn't say, I mean, I but I think he like just that. made, I just think he didn't understand the weight of the situation. He didn't, he didn't understand the weight of what Colin Kaepernick was doing mm-hmm. and then spoke out about it and didn't realize that he was sort of sounding racist. Like, I just think this was like, if you were going to say this, you should have said this like 10 months ago. Like now was the worst exactly. time to say something. And, and, say something and, and, also, and also, like I said on the beginning of my statement, he's out of touch. He don't know what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Um, like he, right. exactly like more like like for 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 a person who's asking what's going on that they were understand compared to a person who watching the news and seeing all the looting, the riots, and the George Floyd situation, they they're 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 gonna they're gonna think like oh this is horrible and stuff like that about what Cap doing and stuff like that, but but it's. It's, I, I, I feel though he's out of touch. He don't he don't know what's going on. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's gonna have a pretty big impact in the rest of his career though. Like with playing wise, I, mean, I think oh, yeah. players are like we don't want to play with him. Oh yeah, might be a problem. I've seen people on his own team, like yeah. somebody uh, Michael Thomas, who's a star wide receiver for the Saints, like spoke out exactly. and was like he doesn't know what he's talking about. Let him do it. Like all of a sudden now you have tension within your own locker room with your own players about something that you said but mm-hmm. but but for me um um Le- 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 lebron has been very vocal when he when he when drew Brees made that tweet is that oh yeah you know lebron's always gonna lebron is i give lebron that and I, I'm not, I don't want to sit here and get even get even in that territory but i love that lebron does speak up on situations mm-hmm. so people do listen to him, you know the- you because what he says out there, so it's great. All athletes. I even saw Ben Simmons get out there and say, I mean, yeah, Ben Simmons is out there, Stephen Curry, uh, Mark Cuban, Dennis Smith Jr., Jay Cole. I mean, there's been plenty of people out there like exactly. showing their support for this. Mm-hmm. And you know, one person who, who hasn't said anything, and I'm kind of surprised by that Kendrick Lamar, Mr. To Pimple Butterfly. And I'm not saying he does like all black like, people, Lamar doesn't care about black people, like that would be so opposite of what, but I haven't heard him say anything. Just kind of crazy, like I don't even Kendrick say anything in general in the wild before you like I feel dope. I feel dope with Kendrick. Like it's, it's gonna come sooner or later, sooner than you expect. But it's not. It's, it's not gonna. He's not gonna um, like display it in a tweet. It's gonna be in music. Mm-hmm. Well, in the music, that's really where Kendrick is about. Because you don't really. He's not really an interview type of dude. He doesn't talk much. He just says everything he has to say on his on his songs, and then that's it. But I do, uh, as, as Dakota said, I, I love the athletes doing that because you know back way when it almost seems like a requirement for athletes. Yeah, kind of I mean, required it just because they have such big social media followings. They're like, "What do you think about this? What do you mm-hmm. think about that?" So it's like it's kind of like if you don't say something, it's like, "Well, exactly. wait a second, you must be on the other side of this whole thing." You know, that's yeah. kind of how. It is. And I think especially now, at least what I've seen with people like, going through with unfriending everybody who doesn't have the same opinion is done by like a thousand. So my friends have, um, have been telling me about the people who, have un- who are unfriending them when they, uh, you know, show their agendas or you know different stuff like that. I don't know. Are you on so- you on no. social media like Um, no, I don't have any nah. social media platforms. So 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 basically, like um like um um basically, 
my brothers, all my brothers have social medias and stuff. Like, like, like once, once I talk talk to them on the phone or in person, they always show me stuff mm-hmm. about about global issues and things like that. But as far as personally, no, I do not have any social media accounts. Good, because it, it sometimes yeah. it, can get really, it can get yeah. really crazy in there, and you know, yeah, like, exactly. Like, it's crazy. Like people say to the time, and it's like, I don't think it was me, you know, because it's over text, you know, so it's, it's kind of hard to exactly. interpret what everybody's trying to say. So it's, it's very, very hard. But as far as as far as today, and I don't, I don't want to mm-hmm. say just black people, so I'm gonna say minorities. For minorities going forward in this situation, what do you? And it's a big, it's okay. a big, big, almost philosophical question. But what do you think going forward is the solution to people being able to get more power, being able to get more economic success, um, see, like that? See, um, it's for me, it's a two-part question. The um, the um, the first half is, of course, to establish a plan and build a foundation between both sides because for one like mm-hmm. like like um Caucasians might not understand minorities and minorities might not understand Caucasians. So so basically either way it go it has to be the wealth has to be split down the middle economically. And and as mm-hmm. far as far um of a solution I I feel though um um that um that it's it's a, it should be a requirement in, in schools schools to teach classes about racism. Right about history, that, black, that, black history, exactly. minority history in general. Because I mean, one, one group that, one group that doesn't get exactly. talked about enough are Native Americans and what has exactly. happened. Like like also. not like like I, I feel like I feel like a class should be taught about racism in, in general. Like like what it does and how it was established, stuff like that. I feel, I feel like though. If, if that if that was a requirement in schools across the world, then then it, it, would, it would probably it would probably be a little gap bridge um a little gap bridge between both sides because right right now right now like no like like Caucasians don't know about about what people what um minorities have endured do do their whole life and stuff like that. It's, it's it's vice versa. So I feel though, in, in order to bridge the gap, we, it, we we need we need to have classes like that, workshops like that. Like it's, like honestly, it, um, it, it's be we, we need we need to educate ourselves on more stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. What do you think? Is there any? I think it's a big question, Dakota. So I don't know. Like, <laughs> to have like some crazy, feel like super detailed. But is there any way I just think it, it starts from the top first. I mean, it's like, I mean, I don't think that, like, I mean, obviously minorities are fighting for, like, to get, like, equal rights, or not equal rights, but, like, equal everything, or at least be on the same playing field as a lot of other for a long time now. But I don't think the problem is I'm not trying hard enough. I think it's the like, people on the other side. Right. And I don't think it's, I don't think it comes from people, like, not wanting that or for people wanting to, like, like no, I want minorities to have less power than me or less money or to be below me. It's more like people are worried about like, what about me and my stuff? You know, like I don't think people are like against the protesting, but they're like, I don't want people losing me or breaking into my stuff or like causing more traffic for me, and so I can't drive down this road and that road. That's a good point you made. Second, Kevin, that was a good point you made because I was thinking about that a lot. About how everything that happens, like in terms of like, we almost think of it as like it has to be racist. 
And I don't think necessarily that it's racist. Sometimes it's just the fact that all you care about is you and you yeah. think about like, what other like, people are. Your whole life is like nobody's gonna make sure you get to work on time or get up on time. Exactly. Like you gotta worry about yourself a lot mm-hmm. of the time. So like when you get to the door and you have all this shit that you work hard for, you don't want somebody coming in and losing it or mm-hmm. breaking your cars or damaging your property. So your immediate answer is like when something happens like the coronavirus, how does it affect me? Or when the rioting and, and streets are getting shut down, how does it affect me? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and, mm-hmm. and with that being said, um, to be kind or to have kindness do not cost anything. Yeah. 100%. I will say uh, this though, like, when it comes to, I think people don't realize the mindset of like a billionaire or billionaire. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, and I get it, like, hey, put some money into the ghetto, put some money into what these poor people are dealing with, or put money in the mass so that everybody can have mass. And I don't think these people realize, like, and I'm not condoning what rich people, rich, rich people do, but you got to understand, like, the way a millionaire or a billionaire becomes that way is by being selfish. Yeah. I think they make all that you money. You don't make billions by giving it away every time you that's what it is so it's kind of like in fab it's like fabric like it's it's deep ingrained in their mind that i have to make money i have to exactly. make money there's more money to make more money to make like it's part of the system that we live in which is you know capitalism yeah. so that's just what it is you know what i mean and it's black and white obviously i know what it is on on the white side of things and i know what it is on the black side but, exactly yeah but um you know. I, I also also um to add to that um as i, as I mentioned like it, it need to be um you need to be more more um like equal equity divided in between both sides because like for example um without without um economic economical um opportunities then how how will minorities succeed if if i don't opportunities are given to caucasians you feel me so so i I, I feel Mm -hmm. like things things should be split split between the middle Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you I got agree. you got a huge percentage of the wealth being owned by us, like oh, two, exactly. one to two percent of the people. It's obviously a big problem. That's like nation within itself. <laughs> like that exactly. within itself is almost discrimination. But it's a huge it's a huge problem in society. It's a huge problem in the world. And I think, um, I think as far as solutions, I think self sufficiency is very important. I think whenever I think of self sufficiency, I think about Jay Z. Mm-hmm. And I know not everybody has the best opinion of Jay Z, and I understand that. But like, I think. The way he went about it when he first started rapping and he first started getting to the business, he started with Rockefeller Records, mm-hmm. which is his label. Mm-hmm. And so the revenue that he was making was a lot of times going to him. And I feel like if you can, and I and the way Jay-Z got his money, this isn't a secret, but the of way course. he got his money to start up his business was through selling crack. I'm not telling people to go out there and go sell no crack. So I'm not telling people to go be a notorious drug dealer. But if we can, minorities out there, be self-sufficient, you know, start your own stuff up whenever if you can. Or when you do, you know, make enough during your nine to five, try to start up something else. That way, we there could be more economic ground to be made for people. You're going to keep getting your checks cut by a certain higher up, and exactly. you know, people are still going to be have problems. That's what you're thinking. But to add to that, I, I feel as though like, um, like, um, like, like you know, Jay Z like did and stuff like that to get to now. I, 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 I feel as though like, mm-hmm. like. Like we, we we need to have that same mentality in the sense like that that, that go get an attitude and stuff like that because yep. I, I I feel as though we um we we, we don't intend to to label out a blueprint so, so and, and plus mm-hmm. like 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 some of us not majority of us some of us are are looking for handouts and stuff like that it's, and and some of us are willing to do the work me personally I'm willing to do the work. 
I don't want anything handed to me because because it's it's mm-hmm. always it's it's all about being self made. Once you're self made, you, you you did it on your own. You don't owe anybody you don't owe anybody nothing. And there's pride that comes with that, you know. There's pride that comes with that that a lot of people don't necessarily have. You know, that they don't have that pride in them where this is mine. You know, like exactly. this is solely mine. So it's, it's kind of hard. You think self sufficiency really? Just, um, if anything. I think uh, that's a tough one. Honestly. <laughs> Wasn't fair to be asked. <laughs> uh, I think it's just like honestly, like depending on what you're like, what field you're in, obviously a lot of the way to become successful talk about is just like always make sure you're getting yours, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean nobody's gonna go out there and give it to you. And if they people who argue me at you can just easily take it away. So, right. I mean when you get dependent on somebody giving you something they can easily just be like, well now you're not getting it. Mm-hmm. Cut you off. Yeah. I mean they can fire you, you know what I mean? Or you know, so it's all about being a go getter in society. That's how I feel like that can that can help solve black because I feel like racism is just it is what it is, you know, it's gonna it, it just is what it is to be honest with you. I can't sit here and tell people, don't be racist. Like what do you think that's gonna do? Yeah. Nothing's gonna happen. So I think the way that we can do this is through economics, you know, and being able to be independent. I think that's important. And really, for for, for all of us going forward. Now, as far as the whole coronavirus thing, let's let's switch gears a little bit, and we will get back on George Floyd and, and, and the rioting. But as far as coronavirus goes, do you think that do you think that things will just kind of go back to normal at some point, or is this coronavirus going to change things forever? I feel as though it um like like um it it would, it would, things will get back to normal slowly, but yet again like like it it will also change the world in a sense too because like like for now like like you know, like, you know such this thing is the thing now. <clears throat> yeah. So and plus like also like mm. like, like the businesses, the small businesses or restaurants and stuff like that, they um. Um, they um they um like recently they haven't um, like since everything been locked down rather um no no restaurants have been open and stuff mm-hmm. like that plus like 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 like, like the dining restaurants like now they're open but the thing is they have to dine outside and it's like 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 thirty percent less capacity and stuff like that I think that would be a consideration too. But as far as far as the um, COVID pandemic, like I, I feel as though financially, economically, this put everyone in the hole. Yeah, yeah very much. It put a lot of people in the hole. Everybody, everybody. I mean, people are living paycheck to paycheck out here, so it's like so, when things get locked down and shut down. It's gonna take a while to recover. From. What do you think about it, really? You think it'll change things forever? It just things are going to kind of go back to the way they were and nothing's really different going to be. Um, I think that all depends on how soon the virus itself like dies down and starts to go away. I mean, if people can catch it twice, you don't know how long it's going to be around here. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's places like, for example, Planet Fitness that still can't open up. So, I mean, how, much, how long can a business like Planet Fitness or like um, the NBA, for example, all those places continue to lose money because they can't do what they got to do. Right? People got to make people got to make their money around here. I mean, there are a lot of businesses that like they they get their money from people being like with and like within contact. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, a gym isn't a place that you can have somebody spreading around a virus like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, every, so yeah, everybody has to touch the same things, use the same things. I mean, yeah, you wipe it off, but I don't know how much. How <laughs> that's that gonna is. help. 
Yeah. I wonder what they even put in the dog on bottles. Do they be putting any real solution to that in the bank thing? But yeah, I just think, I mean, the longer it goes on, the worse it's going to be for people who are, like, not able to profit or, like, exactly. not really time. Not really. As far, I, I think it will change things for, for a long, for a while. But I don't know necessarily, because we've had pandemics before. Not even pandemics, we've had that worse things happen before and things ain't really changed. So, I don't know how much coronavirus is going to do. I do know that schools, I don't know how much this is going to help. This is kind of, like, a, honestly, a dumb idea to me. But what they're going to do in high school is in middle school order, A through M, like, um, alphabetical order if in school, like two days out of the week mm-hmm. like, let's say Monday Thursday mm-hmm. they're going to be in school just through <laughs> that's so pointless the rest of the letters are going to come in another two days the rest of the days on and I'm yeah. like I don't know do you really think that couples no. and friends are really just going to stay away from each other you stop people from really I mean it's the best yeah. they can do I understand but it's just like I mean, they don't have much of a choice on like, but like in school, like I mean, they're going to make classrooms like less students per classroom, and like I think they're going to cut like half the students out of each class <laughs> so like, they can spread the desk out. But it's like I mean, if you're going to get the school the same place. You go there, yeah. and somebody has coronavirus, you're probably going to get it. So. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm just like, come on now, yeah. You can't stop the spread of it by cutting off half the alphabet. But at the same time, you can't just be like, okay, all freshmen, <laughs> you just be sophomores now. Like, you can't just like, I mean, what are they supposed to do, like? Assume they have the education for the next grade. I mean, like, hey, here's your diploma. I guess you can win this mm-hmm. year. Like, I would hope that they just. Like, you can't hold people back because of that. Oh, you yeah, can't be like, like, hey, put your life on the exactly. coronavirus. You're going to graduate a couple years late. Right? Mm-hmm. Talking about being 20 years to graduate. I mean, schools are kind of in a tough spot. I don't know. And um, really, what was I going to say? Like, lunch. Mm-hmm. Like when kids are in lunch, yeah. like that's an easy place where it did. Like it's just it's it's very hard for schools. And I understand. I understand. It's a, it's very hard. It's just, I was like, ah, that's that's not gonna stop the spread of it. And be honest, yeah. I mean, I remember when I was in high school. I mean, the hallways were packed. Like people shoulder to shoulder walking down the hallways. Been curious. So behind I don't know each other. other. I don't know how much each other. Just <laughs> crowd. Yeah. Doing all all types of crazy. People getting too close to like the mouthpiece yeah. in the water fountain, and, 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 and plus, and plus, like, also <laughs> like like um, you, you got to take into consideration the lockers too. It's like like exactly, yeah. See see what lockers you would have like, had right. more space. Yeah. It's your locker and their locker right next to yours. Mm-hmm. So 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 that, that's so that that's not six feet. Exactly. That's like no, a not at all. That's really no feet. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no feet involved in when somebody's locker is right next to you. There's no, no real distance right there. But it's, it's been, it's just been, it's been, it's been crazy now. I was getting off a little bit. How excited are you for the NBA to be coming back now? And even if it is, to me, it really don't matter. Uh, me, that there's no me personally, How excited like, are you for it? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm relieved. In a sense, because like, like honestly, we in June now because like usually the finals be going on right now. Right but, now, exactly. Yeah. But right but, now, um, man. like, yeah. like um, like to answer your question, like, like I mean, like it's cool. Like, <laughs> like I mean, like me personally, <laughs> like, like um, like my soccer just came back on like a month ago oh, wow. in Germany. But, um oh, wow. so 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 um like soccer, um the German league the Bundesliga was the only league 
was able to resume, but now that the the English Premier League and La Liga and Serie A, um, they are they are um resuming re- resuming later this month. So, but but the, yeah, but but with the NBA, yeah, it's cool. But but here's the thing though, but by by like starting so late, so late, and um like um like everything will be rearranged like free agency the draft lottery and the draft start date everything gonna be discombobulated draft draft's gonna be during November it's like you know it's gonna, yeah. be, it's gonna be well not November exactly. but it's gonna be dang there might be during the fall you know sometime as far as uh, uh for you Dakota like do you cause people are already it's already going around should a should a asterisk be next to the team who does win the championship this year? Um, no, I don't think so. I think I'm more excited to see the playoffs this year than I have been in a while mm-hmm. because it's closer to like the street ball. There's no fans. I mean, the playoffs are less calls than normal, and now with no fans, the refs might be less way to make calls. So mm-hmm. it'll just be like just like raw basketball out of the court. Very much. Just like my squad versus your squad. I, I, I kind of I'm gonna enjoy to see that. I don't think. It'll be quite the same NBA feel. I mean, I mean, obviously, if you win a championship and there's no fans and like the confetti comes down, it's gonna be a little different. But mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot different celebrating yeah. the championship with nobody's around. Yeah, but I mean, I'm excited exactly. to see basketball either way. Either way it goes, I'm excited for it. Do you think there should be an asterisk uh, next to the team? Now, let's say and I, I think about it this way, and I don't think this is gonna happen. But let's say, and this was a team that nobody was picking to win a championship. Let's say Toronto wins again. And people are like, well, they wouldn't have won if this whole coronavirus, like. Yeah, but I mean, that wouldn't matter who won. LeBron wins, and he, he got more rest than he should have got. Yeah. Why wins, he got the rest. I mean, it's whoever mm-hmm. wins. And so, I mean, everybody's in the for a exactly. name, but no asterisk, because everybody had to help. That's what I was thinking about. I know there's a lot of people out there that if the quote-unquote wrong team wins, people are going to be in an uproar about it, and there's going to be a lot of discussion. As if the discussion really matters too much to the yeah, team but, who won, but, but it, it, there's it, going it, to be discussion though, about that. It, like, People gonna be in the overall about anything, especially with sports. Like especially when a when the underdog, when the underdog mm-hmm. team comes comes up and and snag the title away from 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 the potential favorites. It's sports. It's the nature of sports, though. You gotta love it. But mm-hmm. and it's a it's a great. I mean, it's a great it's a great thing to just see it come back. I think the biggest thing that's gonna come out of this is like. Like, let's imagine for a second, like, you're in OKC at his Chesapeake Arena, and let's say Russell Westbrook's still playing in OKC. Mm -hmm. He gets a steal, a big steal. Let's say they're down by one. It's like, you know, not crunch time in the fourth quarter, but we're waning down to the final minutes and stuff like that. Russell Westbrook steals the ball, goes in, slams it real hard, starts screaming, and the fans are like, oh. Now, all of a sudden, like, there is none of that. You know, like, not not as though the pressure isn't there, but the crowd factor is no longer, so... It's like you might see some game winners. You might see some things go down that normally wouldn't happen because there's no fans involved or pressure is kind of yeah. But down I mean, like imagine somebody like dunks you and like ain't nobody saying nobody need to say anything. The crowd's not cheering. Everybody just kind of like you can hear your own teammates say, "Damn, that's yeah." Like, I mean, like it's very much. It's, it can be a little more heated. Exactly. I mean, a lot of times you get dunked, you just put your head down and keep playing. You can't do that when there's just no fans. Like mm-hmm. he just saying, he's staring you down. No, Kyron, we're gonna. 
we're gonna take a little break here. We'll bring you right back because I don't want this thing to in any way, shape, or form mess up. Right. It's been a great conversation with you. We're gonna continue. We're gonna take a little break. We'll be right back. Yo. Yo. All right, we back. We back on and we only got we're, we're gonna ask a few more things, really just NBA related. I do want to ask you this because we were just talking about it and I it almost slipped my mind. I'm not, I was going to ask you, did you see the last dance? Yes. And what were you, were there, uh, what, did you like it? I, honestly, the episode that I saw and I only saw two, I mm. loved the presentation of the whole thing. Music, the footage that they had, all that different stuff. I loved it. Yeah, exactly. So, so my thoughts, uh, my thoughts about the last dance was like, for me personally, um, like it, it was it was dope it was dope to see Jordan in a in, in the light we rarely see from him, mm-hmm. and 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 question and he would ask, and he would answer questions that that we all wanted to know for years, mm-hmm. and and plus like my my like like my, my only my only thing was about the last dance i enjoyed i enjoyed all 10 parts i watched all 10 parts like twice mm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it still wasn't done on tv yet so <laughs> yeah yeah but um my only my only thing was like like um how they portrayed scotty yeah that was that was interesting and i'll be honest with you i did not see the episode of that but seeing some of the little you know, clips on Twitter, I was like, wow, I didn't know Scotty was getting treated like this. Who let exactly. this happen? <laughs> exactly. And and plus like like at the same time, like I don't blame Scotty for doing what he had to do. Like at the time, like like eighteen million was was, was a lot then. It still mm-hmm. is a lot. But but like he had to do what was best for him and stuff like that. That was ridiculous. Man, that was crazy. Like to see how shortchanged he got in his contracts and I see Charles Oakley slapping him I'm like Scotty like exactly like, exactly and plus and plus to, to see how, like how the bad boys like like uh, damaged them for, mm-hmm. for like like for almost a decade and stuff like that but overall like I, I, I enjoyed it was there anything new that you really were able to learn about because I said this going forward I said like when everybody when the hype was coming with the last dance I was like I ain't gonna watch it and I, the reason why I wasn't going to watch it because people are just going to learn that Jordan was kind of an a-hole. And, like, I kind of yeah. already knew you know, Like, I, I already knew that. Like, I've read plenty of stories since I was young about what Jordan really was like. Like, not to say Jordan ain't, ain't a nice dude at some point in his life, but there are things about Jordan that I don't think people understand. And if that was put into light today, he wouldn't be looked at the same. Exactly. And so, but, was there anything that uh, surprised you? Um, like, like, honestly, like... Like, um, I, I like, like, I, I have to say the thing that surprised me was like, like, um, like his competitive nature. I always know he had a competitive nature mm-hmm. and stuff and stuff like that. But, but also like, like, like how he was mentally, mentally and emotionally like, um, like, like damage his teammates and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so 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 from a from a psychological standpoint, yeah, like like he was he was like a he was like a um bully. To, oh yeah, very, very authoritative, very um dictator. Yeah, right. <laughs> kind of in a sense, basically, he's kind of like a dictator. You know, he kind of through intimidation, he got those guys 
to play their best basketball. They they had to um um because like um it, it was the one instance in in the series with him and Steve when he punched Steve Kerr. Yeah. Yeah, he gave him a black eye, and, and Steve Kerr was a little sting on the team at the time. Mm-hmm. But I remember, I remember reading about that story a lot, and actually Steve Kerr talked about that story himself. Exactly, but like, 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 um, I mean, it 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 was like I found that part interesting to like, like to see like, like, like we we as a people like like we we know him as as I want to be like Mike type of guy, the mm-hmm. the little global icon. Mike and stuff like that, but but during during the documentary, we we learned a lot a lot of his his traits and a lot of his um a lot of his um not good not so good ways in a sense as well. And he was, I mean, like the level of competitiveness that he had in him, I just I could not understand. Like I could, like it was like I remember hearing about a story where he literally made up somebody saying something in order for him to play well. Like he just made it up. Dude didn't even say it at all. He made it up. And then it fueled him to go on ahead and go kill that dude the next game. Exactly. He he really competitively he was on like I mean like a, there's only a certain amount of guys who have that level of like obsession over winning something or over proving something every time you go out there. You know? There's only certain guys who want that. Exactly. That that attitude transferred into Kobe as well because like every one of the episodes where where um like 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 you, you can tell they taped it before Kobe died or whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but but that like 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 see like like see like seeing him right there talk talk about Mike and plus like like um I, they they interactions too like like that blew me away as well because like like when, when Kobe died and stuff like that Mike said um he um Kobe looked at him as a big brother and stuff like that and and he felt as though he wasn't there for him as he as he should have been and stuff like that mm-hmm. so yeah that's pretty that's. Very, it was it was surreal seeing him on that documentary talking about you. It was surreal seeing. Him. Exactly. No, we all know now, but like it was it was it was crazy. But yeah, that same that same like competitive nature that's that's all embedded up in Kobe. And I mean, some people say Giannis has that same like level of competitiveness in him. Uh, Russell Westbrook is obviously a prime example of it. So there's a lot of there's some dudes out here who really have that level of level of drive in there, but. As far as for you, Dakota, was there anything really about Jordan that was surprising or did it reaffirm what you already thought about him? Um, to me the most surprising thing was people that were watching it. I mean, there were so many NBA players, Trey Young was like, he was like that. Like, I mean, like, what did you like have you never watched Jordan before? Yes, he was like that. Mm-hmm. Like when Jen LeBron was like, Jordan was a savage, like really Brian, you've been playing for how long and you just now figure out that Jordan was a savage? Like, you know what really got got me? There was a bunch of I don't know if they were kids or like like younger like around our age and they were like Jordan scored sixty three on the Celtics. I'm like, I didn't know that. Like I didn't know I that Jordan all the exposed to this if you know nothing about it beforehand. I'm like, dude. But <laughs> but exactly, but but like 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 I, I, I feel it though, like I also feel it though on like 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 for the younger generation, like 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 for the kids that were born in the two thousands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It like 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 it, it, I, I feel it though like but by them watching the documentary, it it, it it they probably learned something they didn't know about, yeah. like culture related and stuff like that. Because like all like when our parents was growing up, like 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 joints like eighty five, ninety dollars and stuff like that. Nowadays, joints like 
like 300, 325 attacks and stuff like that. So, so like, so that right there would have changed. And plus, like, like, like the playing styles right now and back then was, it's like night and day. Very, very much. It's, it's. I was telling people like about Jordan. I, was, I think I was telling Dakota. Jordan reminds me of two K. Like <laughs> the thing about Jordan is they kind of come out with the same releases. They may change up the color. In two K, be doing the same thing. They like they change up the rosters. They'll show more sweat in the dude's face, and then they'll give you the same product, and it's cool. Like no features, no new stuff involved. It's kind of the same thing. But yeah, I but yeah but 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 at the same time like 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 we are guilty as consumers to eat yeah. up as well because like like because like like 2k always dropped in pre-fall in early <laughs> september it, like 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 it's it's normal like i'm guilty i'm guilty of buying the same game over and over like but like mm-hmm. you said like they improve they improve on what they did last year and 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 they and they they tweak here and there add the new workings and stuff like that yeah, yeah, I'm gonna still get 2K. At the end of the day, I mean, it's, it's 2K, you know, it's a franchise, you know, just like Jordan. Jordans are above just people just wear that just to go outside, like to look nice and something, you know, like exactly. basketball. So, exactly. I, I, told my, I told my brother that the other day, like, like honestly, if you think about it, like, like Jordans, Jordans are not used for basketball performances, Jordans are used like for fashion, the culture. Yeah. Because if you think, if you think about it, like, like, I'm, I'm like, Jordans. Jordans as a whole, they they sell out every weekend, regardless of it's the same color or not. Mm-hmm. It's a form, it's a formula, <laughs> it's a formula that Nike and them have mastered, and and we just gonna continue to eat it up. That's just that's just what it is. But that's, that's exactly. I was gonna say, um, I don't even want to, I don't even want to do Trey Young, but I, he's not listening right now. But mm-hmm. he ain't listening to this. But. It was so funny because before this documentary, bro, I swear on everything, he said LeBron was dope. Yeah, watch. LeBron's my dope looking at year 17. And then, like, as soon as you watched the first episode, he was like, I'm not going to lie, Jordan's my dope. I'm, I'm like, what are y'all doing, bro? <laughs> did, did you not know that Jordan was like that? Did y'all not know that Jordan was, like, cold when he was a basketball player? Did you think that he was just playing? I've even heard the expression. He was playing against a bunch of plumbers. Like, I've heard stuff like that before. So. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, y'all really going to disrespect, like, all them dudes he played? Like, like he didn't play against Charles Barkley. Like he didn't play against Stockton Malone. Like he didn't play against Gary Payton, Sean Kemp. Like he didn't play against some real dogs out there. I, I, I mean, I mean, he, he played against them like in regular season and finals. Mm, yeah, stiff competition. But, 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 but at the same time, like, like, like Jordan just wanted it more. Yeah, and I mean the Bulls yeah, that, wanted it more. You know? Exactly. The Bulls um, in general. Um, Exactly, like, 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 I, I'm, like, no team in NBA history has has completed two three peats. Like, 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 the, the last team who had a three peat was the 2000, I believe, three Lakers. If I'm not mistaken, it was Lakers. Those Lakers was the last team to have a three peat. Exactly. So, 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 so basically, like, like, what Fred Jackson did with the Bulls, he he bought, he bought, he bought that to the Lakers and stuff like that. Same kind of formula, yeah, hundred percent. And he had the right players involved to be able to, you know, do what he was able to do. It, it, exactly. Um, like, 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 but on Lakers, like, they micro they micro joint was Kobe, mm-hmm. and they started pivoting with Shaq. Going both ways there, yeah. Mm-hmm. You really think about it because, like, okay, like, like, yeah, 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 Shaq had them. 
Shaq had the most money for free agent at the time, hundred some million at the time. But but at the end of the day, like like that that triangle system was 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 made to fit Kobe. Well, yeah, and what he did on did on the wing and stuff like that. What he did on the wing. Exactly. So, so anywhere it go, like, like, um, like, it, like, it, it, it was like another re- reincarnation of Jordan in the <laughs> sense when he went to the Lakers. I do. I I loved um, just hearing them talk about talk about everything. And yeah, like you said, the Lakers. Nobody talks about the Lakers enough. They were super super dominant in those days. But we're gonna start to. Is there anything else that you really wanted to get into, Kyron? Is there any questions you wanted to ask, Cody? Um, I mean. Um. So, so um. How, what's what's you guys' final thoughts about the last dance as a whole? I know, Dakota, you've been watching episodes. Nah, I'm more of a Kobe Bryant amused type guy. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as uh, for me, the episodes that I did see, like I said, that that overall that documentary was like fantastic. I love the presentation. I love the music that they played. Like it's some of the music I be playing a lot of times. That Outcast and that Coolio, exactly. all that different stuff they was playing. I, I messed with it. So, but as far as like um documentary, the episodes that I did see. Uh, there were some things that I definitely re- definitely liked about it, but I going back on it now, you see that um, some of the stuff that was in that documentary wasn't portrayed in a way that helped the other players. Like there was exactly. a video that showed that Michael Jordan did actually say that he didn't want Isaiah Thomas on the team, but in the documentary he said that he didn't he didn't say that, and that other people were saying that. So um, I think some people did learn some things. And as far as the actual documentary goes, I hope the young people were paying attention because I think people be going out there on the internet or even even analysts, you know, they go out there and they'll say, um, LeBron's way better than Jordan. Or it's not even a comparison. What are we talking about here? Not realizing how great Jordan actually was. Exactly. I think that's very, I think that's very important. For me personally, I used to be one of those people where it was just like, ah, it's LeBron, you know, contest for me. And then when I actually, <laughs> I swear to this was like, and this was just like my junior year too, my sophomore junior year, I was thinking like that. And then I was watching Jordan, and I was like, oh my god, like this dude, this this dude is like a, a killer out there. I'm not gonna lie, he's a, he's a killer. He's just ahead of his time. Yeah. So I, I, I exactly. The only thing I can say about the documentaries, I haven't watched it, but I do like, the, like I wish they would go back and make more documentaries in that type of form for other players. But. Please. Kobe Bryant, exactly. Neil, Larry Bird, Matthew Larry Johnson, Bird. Chuck. I mean, just a lot of the other greats that haven't got a lot of shine. I mean, I mean, I've never seen a, Dave, a documentary about David Robinson. So, I mean, mm-hmm. let's get some out of the place and really get the light like that. Exactly. I, I agree. One person that needs it, or people that need it, are especially like the, and they don't have no footage of these people, but um, documentaries need to be placed more on Will Chamberlain. We need Jerry West out there. We need Oscar Robinson, Kareem, especially Kareem, because Kareem almost is never talked about in anything. Like, you know what I mean? Reason. You know what I mean? I know yeah. talk a lot. He doesn't have to do he's not a dude who even cares for the face, but he was one of the greatest basketball players ever. He doesn't get talked about. Those documentaries all need to be coming up, like for on ESPN. I, I need to see that especially. Yeah. I think players like that a little more obscure, but not necessarily like obviously I'm not tomorrow these documentary like Latrell Speedwell, but like <laughs> We can get one on Hibachi, Agent Zero, you know, at least get, I like, I mean, he has a pretty interesting career, especially the way yeah. everything went down. Very, I love to see Gilbert Arena talked about more from everybody, because I, I feel like as time goes on, like, you're going to get more people who just say, like, this guy's way better than this guy, not knowing how good the past guy actually was. Exactly. It's very important. But, it's very important. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, like, like I'm, I'm always agreeing with what you were talking about, but, 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 but that's maybe I'm more intrigued in it. Intrigued, 
intriguing is the Kobe one. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kobe, I feel like Kobe, like like Kobe and Shaq, they Laker days to be documented. Right. Yeah. I just Ooh. want I would like them to expose like without like Ooh, in a documentary. As long as it's not like portrayed. So like for Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Like, just look at a Lakers one, you know? Exactly exactly like 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 me personally, like I I I like I, I would I would be more interested in, in them in them doing a documentary that that about their three peak run. Mm-hmm. And, and and make and make 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 it like the same make it like the same length as Jordan one. But but like 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 you know, but Jordan Jordan started started from chronological order. Mm-hmm. So so like like I, I would like I would like to see the same format for that as well. That would be crazy, and if they expose some of the things that was going on, because I mean I've read stories about what went on in that little organization between those three people. Mm-hmm. Like, ew, if they put that out there, some people ain't gonna be liking either one of them. Like, ain't gonna be. But it, that, that would be cool. That would be so cool to see. Like. How that three P went down. I'd also like to see one with um, the Heatles. I love to see LeBron and Dwayne Wade being more documentary too. Because I mean, they were mm-hmm. the first wave of a team to really go through that besides Boston. But nobody was yeah. nobody was putting heat on Boston like that. But to see kind of how Miami yeah. was like in those days when it first started, I would love to see that too. That a more recent team. Exactly. Like yeah. I, I, I feel the same way, but that, but but like at the same time, there's coming. But the thing yeah. is, like like. Like like Wade like Wade just had documentary came out like earlier this year. That's right, he did. And stuff like yeah, exactly about his retirement and stuff like that. So so I, I, I feel as though once LeBron start stop playing and stuff like that, then then I feel as though they were capitalized on that. As of now, LeBron's still playing, so I don't think they gonna that LeBron documentary finna be. Y'all think this Jordan one was on LeBron documentary finna be thirty five parts? Watch, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I, this thing finna be forever. Y'all finna be like, all right, I'm done watching this. I think we learned enough about LeBron. But exactly, exactly, like because like <laughs> like it's more layers to LeBron than it is for Jordan. Yeah, so that's how I feel. <laughs> so like, that's that's gonna be the longest documentary you've ever saw, bro. I promise, I promise you. But really. Is there any more questions you got for us, Kyron? Or are we? Oh, oh no, 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 no. That's it. Oh man, it's been this. This conversation's gone. It felt like it's gone by fast. We've already been through an hour in about ten minutes. We're hitting perfect time, honestly. So, wow. Let me just plug. Let me just plug in real fast. Follow us on. We're on Twitter. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We're not on. No, we're not on Snapchat. Damn. Uh. <laughs> We're all, obviously we're on Anchor. You got to hit us up on Anchor. We're trying to make some money around here, and the views are not moving. We need to get going on Anchor, and we need to get going on YouTube. So run that up. I got to put more links in for people who to see this uh, episode. It's been a great episode, though, Kyron. I want to say thank you because this is really I've really liked this episode, honestly. No problem. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure having you on the show. It's man. been great, man. It's been it's been great, and like this kind of, we covered a lot of things in a very short amount, like not a very short amount of time, but in a short amount of time, and. It's been great. We'd love to have you on anytime, man. Like you've been honestly out of all the guests we've had so far, you're definitely, if not if not the favorite, you're one of my more favorite ones I've had so far. Appreciate it. 100 percent 100 percent Just the casuals inside. It's been Jelani Smith. Buddy Mitchell. And Ky- and Kyron with us today. It's been a great episode. This is what episode 24, you say? Yeah. I think. Great episode of Hunter Kobe. Get to follow us on all social media platforms. Check us out on all social media platforms. Get at us with questions. Get at us with uh just don't be, don't be disrespectful. We get dis- disrespectful back, <laughs> and that, that and that'll be that'll be 
that'll be all that wraps up episode 24 you'll see you for episode 25 thank you so much Kyrie. no problem see you